Friday. It's a Black Joy Friday. Today is February 23rd. It is National Banana Bread Day. I don't know who needed to, to hear that, but if you heard it and you was eating banana bread, you right now are like, oh my God, it's a coincidence. It is, because I don't even know who decided to combine bananas and bread, but they did a good job. It's also National Dog Biscuit Day, which is kind of misleading considering they're hard and dry, unlike human biscuits, right? Like they're not the same. But nonetheless, dogs, big fans, big fans. Now coming up on the show today, we're going to spread black joy all day because that's what we do here. We're also going to play the word game and we'll have some fun with our headliner of the week, Sydney Castillo. Plus I'll share some things I learned this week, the black spin and more. It's time to listen, laugh and learn right here on the Amanda Seals show. Welcome back y'all. It's the Amanda Seals show. It's your girl Amanda Seals. And you know what we do on Black Joy Friday? We hit you with these. A story of black joy. All right, this is a continuation. You're going to love this one. Fish University's women's gymnastic team made history at the NCAA meet. This is the HBCU's Lady Bulldogs. They stepped onto the national stage and they did not disappoint. This is the first HBCU with a gymnastics team to compete at the NCAA level. The women's Mm -hmm. team stepped into the spotlight at the inaugural Super 16 in Las Vegas and they showed out. Now, I remember talking about this last year. Mm-hmm. They announced the team, the Lady Bulldogs, will be uh, battling other universities and well-established gymnastics programs, including previous NCAA champions, Oklahoma, Michigan, and UCLA at the two-day Invitational. Now, uh, they had a star of this team, a five-star recruit. Her name is Morgan Price, and she turned down a full time scholarship from the University of Arkansas to attend Fist. So I guess it was very Mm -hmm. important to her to attend the HBCU. She competed in all four events, earning the team's highest score on Volt. I'm sure you know all about this. A 9.9 after hitting a near perfect landing. Now Fist finished in fourth place. Their head coach is also a history maker. In 1989, attorney Kareen Tarver was the first black gymnast to win an NCAA women's all-around title while at the University of Georgia. So she's giving back with Fish University. So that's dope. Let me tell you something. The Bulldogs had an era. Okay? Mm. Like, there's a certain schools that had, like, an era. Like, UCLA had an era where it was like you just, they just kept hitting, hitting, okay. hitting. And um, I can't wait till we say Fisk has their era. You know, and what it's going to take is exactly what Morgan Price did. It's going to take black gymnasts saying, I want to go to an HBCU, Mm -hmm. but it's also going to take HBCUs prioritizing gymnasts and saying, we want to make sure that this program is up to stuff. We want to make sure that we have the best Leos. We want to make sure that our um, equipment is is what it needs to be all Mm -hmm. the above because gymnastics requires the equipment to yes. be on point. Okay? No janky equipment. Fish University. Can't have that. <laughs> and I'm not saying they do, but I'm just saying like sometimes like gymnastics can be a forgotten sport because it's mm-hmm. not one of the basketball, football, baseball yeah. sports. But in the NCAA, it is a premier sport and the sisters are dominating. So mm. I would love to see an HBCU join the ranks on another level. We'll be right back, y'all. That's some Black Joy at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We are, we are. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to get into another edition of 
the word game. That's right. We got to test Supreme and TJ on these words or else what's the use? We got to talk about retention. Okay. So now uh, I got to say you guys are worthy opponents. I feel like every week it's a nail biter to see who's going to really pull it through. (laughs) So I'm really glad to see the competition level has definitely maintained. All right. Now I got to get your buzzers. DJ, uh, TJ, what is your buzzer? Flip it and reverse it. Flip it and reverse it. All right. <laughs> and uh, you, DJ Supreme, what is your buzzer? Aha. 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 What is that, Velvet? <laughs> um, I love it. All right. So the way it's going to work is I am going to, of course, present you all with a word and you are going to tell me the definition. Now, some of these, I feel like I might switch it up. I might give you the word in a sentence. I might give you... Um, the actual word I might give you, I don't know, the definition. We're going to play around because you got a lot of different ones here. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know the vibe. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. The first word is to understand the reason for its existence uh-huh. or uh-huh. Uh-huh. yes DJ Supreme that is fathom fathom that is correct <laughs> alright DJ Supreme you got one on the board can you spell it for me F-A-T-H-O-M alright alright so TJ we're off to the races mm-hmm. the next word is after the wall collapsed, the construction company agreed uh, to rebuild it. 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 <laughs> Almost forgot. I'm not even sure who it was. I, I, I say it so low, you got to say it lowest. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're gonna give it to Supreme. That what is, is it? Buttress. Okay. All right. Now, can you spell it for me? B-U-T-T-R-E-S-S. All right. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to give you that. We're going to give you that. All right, TJ. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This next word is to... Well, the word is callous. (laughs) Oh. Uh, Flip it and reverse it. Flip it and reverse it. And I need both meanings. Both meaning. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody talking to you, Supreme. <laughs> uh, so callous is like when you don't have feelings about a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're going to go with that for 500, Amanda. There's a second meaning. I don't know it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Okay. What it's is a rough the patch of skin like on your oh, hands or on your feet, it. something like that. It's the same thing. It's just hard patch of skin. Of course I know what a callus is. I know. When we did the word, we actually had this whole conversation. We did. Oh yeah. man. You know, it's it hey, having to the best of us. Players play players play mess up too. Players forget calluses too. <laughs> All right. Well, can you spell callous, DJ Supreme? It is C-A-L-L-O-U-S. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, now just get on the board just to make yourself feel good. Next word is lampoon. 
Uh, you need that one too. The <laughs> <laughs> lipid and reverse. It's like to make fun of someone using maybe a caricature. Okay, we're gonna give you. We're gonna give you that. 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 Mm-hmm. Now, can you spell it? L a m p o o n. That's right. Yay. Great job, TJ. But today's winner is TJ Supreme. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you have it, y'all. Well, those are your words for the week. Lampoon, callous, buttress, fathom. I cannot fathom the callous buttresses used to lampoon folks who are in support of a better option for president. Mm. Yeah. So all I did of there. that. I did it all. <laughs> I put it all in a sentence. <laughs> She's still salty. <laughs> you know what, TJ? I want you to use this energy. Use this energy and come back stronger next week. Yeah. All right. And you picked the word, so come on. Oh, whatever, <laughs> Supreme. You're probably cheating anyway. Y'all, we'll be right back. You know what to do. Keep it locked to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Since that's something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. So this Black History Month, let's talk about some things I don't play about. One, black popular culture. Two, black love. I want to see us in partnership. And in order for that, we need to have three, therapy. And so I bring to you the founders of Therapy for Black Men to talk to you about what they need from us to keep doing the work they do. Good morning, everyone. I'm Vladimir Kalikstein. And I'm Benjamin Kalikstein. We're the founders of Therapy for Black Men. So if you've been on our page, you know that last week we made the very tough announcement that we will be closing Therapy for Black Men. And since then, uh, there has been a GoFundMe page created by Lisa Sugarman on our behalf so that we can reach our goal of $350,000 so that we can serve our black men and boys. So please, if you are unable to donate, kindly share our links, kindly share our support, our work page, which is on our page, um, because every little bit helps. And we uh, thank you for the swell of support. We're immensely grateful for that. Although we're not quite there yet, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel now. And we thank you for that. And we will keep you posted as we move along. Thank you so much. What do I always say? We are each other's business. Go to therapyforblackmen.org and support. 
Because black love is not just about romantic love. It's about loving your community. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say the Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seal Show. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I'm not available to take your call right now, but I want to know what's on your mind. So you know what to do with the beep. Leave me a message. I love you, Amanda Seals. Um, I think you're great. Um, I, I stand for 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 your place in Black history, quite frankly. Happy Black History Month. And what's on my mind is just that, you know, I love you. We love you. I'll take it. <laughs> She's smiling. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going, so I like where it landed. I'll take it. They said they, they stand my place in Black history. I find that very noble and I feel honored that I have a place in black history. So thank you, baby. Thank you. Y'all know what to do. You can call me and leave me compliments like that. Mm-hmm. 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got DJ Supreme here and TJ. You know what? They like compliments too. So give us a ring. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Glow Up has been so real, y'all. So real. I, I'm I'm still a big fan of old school Niecy Nash on Reno 911. Reno like that to me was like just mm. and how she played her role of the mother in um Prentice Penny's film Uncorked on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, beautiful film, and she bodied that, bodied it. All right. So make sure you check those out. That's a watch, as Desmond would say. Now, coming up this hour, we're going to spread more black joy like we always do. And our resident movie critic, Desmond Thorne, will join us for Watch Don't Watch, but it's not going to be about Uncorked. I'll also share some things I learned this week and we'll check the voicemail. Hit me up, 1 855 8 That's 1 855 262 6328. Remember to follow us on social media at Seals Said It. Give us a call. Comment on any topics. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See Amanda Seals. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we are here on a Black Joy Friday, so we got to hit y'all with another one of these. DJ Supreme. A story of Black Joy. 
All right. The NBA left a social impact footprint in Indianapolis last weekend during the NBA All-Star Weekend. The NBA family partnered with the Indiana Pacers and other key organizations throughout the state to contribute $3.5 million to social and economic movements across the state. They also took part in a different number of initiatives. They were kind of, you know, fluid with this thing here. They participated in renovations. The NBA, Indiana Pacers, and State Farm partner with the Christamore House of Indianapolis to renovate the Youth and Adult Service Center. Of course, they stopped by a couple hospitals. NBA and WNBA players visited the children and families at the Peyton Manning's Children's Hospital at Ascension St. Vincent. They participated in charity donations. During the All-Star Weekend, the East and West each represented a charity. Shout out to the East teams, the winner of the All-Star Game. They represented the Special Olympics Indiana. And as the winners, they donated 240 thousand dollars to the special olympics i had to make sure i had the number right it's a big number right there the west team represented the boys and girls club of indianapolis and they were actually able to raise 100k for the boys and girls club so salute to them that's not a loss either 100k is all right they can do a lot with that yeah you can do a lot with 100k you can do quite a bit and i'm so happy to see that they didn't just go over there uh, for All-Star Weekend and have like a thoughtful time. But they had a <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what time. you did. I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> My aunt went to Vegas during All-Star Weekend on accident one time. <laughs> she like didn't know that it was happening. And she said that it was a sight to see. I remember a that year. I was there. To see. <laughs> I was there. Oh. Yes. He's like, I was, yeah, you know, when we say I was there, you know yeah, what we mean. We were in it. <laughs> All right. Well, we are still in it right here at the Amanda Seals Show. So keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and we are ready to get into another edition of Watch Don't Watch with our resident film and TV connoisseur, the Desmond Thorne. What's up? Desmond, tell us, what are we watching? What are we not watching? Okay, so this is another toughie this week. So we have a classic film duking it out with its newer version. Yes, I am talking about the color purple, but which is the watch and which is the don't watch? What do you think, Amanda? <laughs> Desmond, don't play with me. And let me tell you, TJ is somewhere right now like... <laughs> She's dying right now. Yes. <laughs> well, I have to say, our watch is the OG color purple. You know, as I said, this film is a classic. And, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, I need you to get up under the rock you've been living under and watch this movie. As I said, classic, classic film. If you don't know about this film, a very brief synopsis is it's about a young woman named Celie who gets separated from her sister and her children, has to marry a terrible man, and yet finds herself and her potential through these two women, Sophia and Shug Avery. Mm -hmm. OG is directed by Steven Spielberg and stars Willie yes, Goldberg and pre-billionaire Oprah, both of whom should have won Oscars for their work. They are excellent. They are yes. both acting down. This is a time when they had stakes in their careers. They were new at mm -hmm. this. They are mm -hmm. giving mm -hmm. you everything. And, yes. you know, 
that's really all there is to be said about that movie. It's a it's true. classic, you know, it stands the test of time. Yes. And so here we go. The don't watch, which again, like last week, is like a watch, <laughs> observe, think critically about this, is the 2023 remake and movie version of the Broadway musical, The Color Purple. The movie version of The Color Purple. Okay. I mean, of the exactly. musical. Okay. okay and okay, that's okay. the issue. It's trying to be a remake of the movie and an adaptation of the Broadway musical at the same time. At it the same damn time. At the same damn time. So it doesn't really like commit to either lane. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a, an example of something mm. that does a good job at this is hair Spray. The Hairspray movie musical doesn't feel like a remake of the original Hairspray movie. It feels okay. like its own thing. So it feels like it's kind of okay. tied to the original movie. And How you do know, we feel about Into the Woods? Into the Woods, like the prologue That's how works. I feel about Into the Woods. Yes. It's like when you make a movie musical, you really have to commit to making a movie musical. It's, it's like The Wiz. Be, it's like The Wiz. Yes, The Wiz is so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Chicago, mm-hmm. another great example. Like you find ways to bring the stage and its conventions to the screen. So yeah, yeah they cut a bunch of songs. Uh, they don't let Coleman Domingo sing, even though like that man certainly had a musical number in the show. Um, but I will say that Fantasia, Taraji, and Danielle Brooks are acting down. They are acting incredible. Down. They are so good in this movie. I'm very happy Danielle got an Oscar nomination because she's great in everything. I thought she really deserved it. It would have been nice to see Fantasia in there because it's truly a testament to say that you could take all of her music and singing out and her performance would still be excellent. So, you know, okay. it's worth watching for free <laughs> for the ladies because they're very good. But, you know, this really disappointed me in that it could have really been its own thing and been something really quite special. You know, we haven't had a really good Black movie musical in quite some time, perhaps no. since Dreamgirls. Um, so it would have been cool. We are cool. Dreamgirls. I'll make you happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. See? Yeah, Cultural I impact. <laughs> There's that. Well, thank There's you that. so much. I mean, I definitely seen a lot of people giving commentary around the new color purple film and people wondering why didn't it get the the numbers right why didn't yeah. it get the numbers because first week it did really well and then it dropped off it did. as a rule yeah. typically if a movie falls off after the first week it's because audi- particularly a black movie if it falls off after the first week it's because people did not go tell their friends to go see it yep so 100%. i just think it's really interesting to see that was another trend and it had nothing to do by the way with taraji and in her interviews that's i just want no to not at all tell it like it is. real well thank 100%. you desmond for always telling it like it is and telling us what to watch and don't watch so we don't waste our time we always appreciate you all right you know what to do y'all keep it locked you won't waste your time if you stick around with us here at the amanda seal show because you're gonna listen laugh and learn we'll be right back amanda seal show we up we up we up McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. 
they're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Things I learned this week. Yeah. Shout out to you, Seal, for being a real one. We trying to learn. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for another edition of Things I Learned This Week. I love sharing with you all the things that I have learned. Now, I learned that apparently hush puppies, you know, them tasty little fried bread dough situations, they're called hush puppies because apparently when enslaved folks were on the road trying to escape, they would throw them out for the dogs of the slave catchers so that the dogs would then get distracted by eating the hush puppies and it would allow for the the, the formerly enslaved to get away. Get it? Hush puppies. Interesting. Terrible, crazy. Yes, all those things. Now, I thought this was really fascinating. There's a story that says that isolated indigenous people are as happy as their wealthy Western peers, a study finds. Basically, researchers interviewed 2,966 people in indigenous and local communities across the world and found that they were as happy, if not happier, as the average person in high-income Western countries. I think a lot of us feel like, you know, if you're not after money, if you're not going after living in the big house, if you're not going after like excess and stuff, then how could you be happy? Like you couldn't, how could you just be happy living in your hut with your peoples and your babies? But the reality is, is that uh, this whole setup that we're in is literally that it's a setup. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's not to say that you can't still find joy in the setup. It's the same thing we said about marriage the other day, right? Like it was created on some BS, but there has still been beauty and joy found in it. Like, I just think that it's it's great to hear, though, that they are doing studies like this as we're especially watching an entire indigenous population in Palestine be systematically ethnically cleansed. And it's and under the auspices of, oh, well, these people were here, but they weren't living at the level we're living. And we have to remember that as human beings are existing, if they are existing in love and they are existing in, you know, the expression of connection to earth, et cetera, then who are you to come and say, mm, you're not existing enough. You need to be more like me. Now, this is another thing I learned this week. Uh, Victoria Woodhull was born into poverty in an abusive household, was married in an, to an alcoholic womanizer at 15. After divorcing him, she went on to own a newspaper became the first woman to own a Wall Street stock brokerage. And then in 1872, she became the first woman to run for president of the United States. And her running mate that she chose was Frederick Douglass. Oh, okay. I had no idea. You know, and I realized no one ever really taught me much about Frederick Douglass. They just had his picture up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can draw Frederick Douglass. And I know Frederick Douglass was an incredible orator and a writer. But, like, when you really think about it in school, were they really teaching you, like, the facts on Frederick? Not really. But they was like, look at him. That's a black guy. (laughs) Happy Black History Month. (laughs) So those are my things I learned this week, y'all. And I hope you learned a thing or two while listening. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We up, we up, we up, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I, Amanda Seals, I'm not available to pick up right now, but I've been thinking about you. So go ahead and let me know what's up. You can get in on any of our topics or let me know what you think about the show. After the beat, leave me a message. 
Hi, I am calling from Florida. I'm currently an undergrad student at Florida State University. Um, and I'm taking a intro to African-American history course right now. And I just called, first of all, in the middle of my homework because I read something that I did not know specifically came from a person regarding how Black people are seen or how you know, African descendants are seen across the world, especially across America. So basically, Thomas Jefferson definitely has some thoughts to share about Black people. Three years before he, I guess this can count as things I learned this week, I don't know. But three years before he wrote the Declaration of Independence, the All Men Are Treated Equal, he also uh, authored a pamphlet that is called Notes on the State of Virginia, which he basically penned for curious Europeans that were like fascinated about the emerging America, whatever the case may be. But some of the things that he had to say specifically about Black people were that he implied that Black people were inherently lazy and lacked problem-solving abilities. And he also had interesting things to say about the familial bonds that Black people create, explicitly stating that Black men are incapable of true love. And instead, he accused Black men of not being able to control their sexual urges. And he said that they are more ardent after their women. It's just, it's just too much. Baby, I'm surprised they even letting you read that in Florida. The right. way they be acting. <laughs> Listen, Thomas Jefferson, all these white people that say they, 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 they used to say those things. It's like you'll hear the argument. Oh, well, you know, it was just a different time. You know, you can't fault them for it being a different time. And it's like, what at, at what time do you? What, what? I'm just so annoyed because when you hear it, you're like, <sighs> The amount of hatred and lying that you have to do to yourself to continue to purport things that are absolutely insane. So the idea that black people are not problem solvers, but these are the people that are building your homes. These are the people that are tilling your fields. These are the people that are raising your children, but they're not problem solvers. They're literally solving all of your problems. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. The problem solver. (laughs) You're the problem. They're having to solve you as the problem. Like, that is actually the role that we have been forced to play in many times. And then, nine times out of ten, when we solve the problem, we don't get credit for solving the problem. I'm still mad to this day that the first time I ever heard of Katherine Johnson was in Hidden Figures. Like, Mm. that is beyond my scope of comprehension. Like, how? But then you're like, of course. So, you know, keep reading, sis. And thank you for joining us. I, w- I will definitely consider that a things I learned this week. Because even though I knew it, you always got to be reminded. Mm-hmm. Let's also not forget that Thomas Jefferson had one of the most uh, violent plantations, Monticello. And he had bunches of slaves. Let's also not forget Sally Hemings. Mm-hmm. And never forget that it was all of that. Monticello is on our currency. We have a plantation on our currency. Never Mm. forget it. On the nickel. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Seal 
show, y'all. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Today is Friday, February 23rd. Did you know? W.E.B. Du Bois, William Edward Burgart, was born on this day in Barrington, Massachusetts in 1868. He's known as the most, well, one of the most important black protest leaders in the U.S. during the first half of the 20th century. He was also the founder of the NAACP in 1909. I know sometimes we forget that things started. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't here the whole time. Like, they, someone was like, you know what we need? A Negro, a national advancement. And what do we, what's it, what the national association? We need a national association for the advancement of colored people. That's what we need, man. That's what we need. And then he started it and boom, Sherlock, like boom. So happy heavenly birthday to W.E.B. Du Bois. Your name is still ringing bells. All right. Now, coming up this hour, we're going to spread more black joy. And we have our headliner of the week, Sydney Castillo. That's my homie right there. He's going to join us for, for the picky, picky record. And we're going to check the voicemail. Now, make sure you stay connected with me. Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And it's time to get into another A Story of Black Joy. Actress, author, and entrepreneur Melinda Williams is out here spreading black joy because she has launched a coding boot camp for women. The name of the boot camp is Easting Project. It is designed for black women at HBCUs. The program also fosters change, inspiration, and sisterhood. The program also emerges from Melinda's Arise and Shine Foundation, which is a 501c3 organization dedicated to empowering women from diverse backgrounds. Melinda says, as a professional actress and someone who has experienced firsthand the support of my community, I understand the value of collaborations and paying it forward. Her Arise and Shine Foundation exists to empower women to reach their goals and Melinda believes coding is a powerful tool that will help propel these women forward in the 21st century. So, salute to Melinda Williams and the ladies getting involved with the boot camp for coding. Very important out here in 2024. Melinda Williams is a consistently lovely person. Like mm. she's married to one of my former bosses when I had a show on AOL Black Voices called The Spark. Okay. Um, so shout out to Tariq. And uh, we also both starred in a, well, she was a star and I was her best friend in a NAACP award nominated scripted podcast uh, called Crimson Hearts Collide. Was that the one from mm. last year? Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I listened to that. <laughs> that was good. And it was uh, uh, Mahogany Hallmark. I don't know. At the end of it, you know, the people from Hallmark, they 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 said that I was too, um, I don't know. They wanted me to change my voice and how I delivered the lines. And I was like, mm, I already did it. You got mad voices, too. <laughs> you got mad voices. I just, I, but it was like literally like Two months after we had done all the recording, mm-hmm. they came back to say that they wanted they wanted me to read it differently. Well, 
The NAACP Awards liked how it was read because we still got nominated. So there's that. Uh, but shout out to Melinda Williams. Just a beautiful spirit, beautiful soul, and doing beautiful things. We're right here at the Amanda Seal Show, and we'll be right back on a Black Joy Friday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Del- delving deep, deep into your favorite creators' right. musical insights. I know this is one of your favorite records, and it's one of mine, too. Talking about their favorite records. It's for the record. Yeah, everybody loves that song. Man, it was number one in the country. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and it is time to go for the record with our headliner of the week, actor, producer, comedian, extraordinaire, and writer, Sydney Castillo. Now, y'all know how for the record goes. I'm going to give them the scenario. They're going to give me the song. Okay, Sydney, I'm going to paint the picture for you. It's a beautiful, sunny, and warm Saturday. You're feeling good and looking and ready to ride. What song are you playing as soon as you get into the car? Seduction by Usher. So specific. Then she was waiting then somebody. Yeah. Why that song? That's so that was you know what that's that by the way album, though? Any grown album. and sexy person listens to R and B during the day. That's when I knew I had grown become grown and sexy. I'm like, oh, like the sun is out and I'm listening to R and B. That album is amazing. It just I don't want to sound crazy, but just just the way you come in on the song, see she with something in your body. Usher makes you feel to me like that would be funny. Like, oh, I could dance too. Like, I mean, I can't, but it's just it's just a good vibe. Turn the window down. It's nice outside. I might, you know what I mean, partake in something. It's just got us in the back. You know, you never know. You know what I mean? You call somebody, what you doing? You got Usher in the back. Come on, man. <laughs> What you want? I'm chilling. What you want? I'm gonna come over there. All right, bet. You know what I mean? Like seduction. Seduction. <laughs> what you okay, doing? Well, speaking of seduction, so then, like, what are your tactics when you're trying to seduce a lady? Eye contact and speaking clearly and looking dead at you. I mean, not in a, not a mean way, but just a way of like you want to stand up about my business. Like I'm serious right now. All right. So, next scenario. What's a song that reminds you of Texas? <clears throat> this ain't Texas. You can't hold them or fold them. I'm learning the words, Bill. This is none, none. All right, I'm going to be honest. What song that really reminds me of Texas, like a sound, would probably be UGK. Like, you know what I mean? I'm still Pimp Seaton. Mm, Diamonds and Wood? What, mm, yeah, like that whole, I'm still Pimp Seaton. Mm, so what I got, yeah, that. And right now, Big X the Plug is a rapper out of uh, Pleasant Grove. He's his sound. Sounds like UGK ish. Like you could tell he's influenced. That's probably my mm. that's my favorite type of music. So like yeah, listen to levels by Big X the Plug or UGK. Yeah, yeah, Slim Thug. Like it's just like a sound that I gravitate to. I was on a Slim Thug album. Nice. Which one? Let me go look it up. I was on a Slim uh the Still Platinum. He has a song called The Interview, and I'm like interviewing him in the song. G- g- guess who's gonna be on YouTube after we done with this? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what do you miss about Texas? I don't know how to describe it. just the people. It's just the energy of like. Would you move back? I definitely would move back to Texas. Absolutely. I oh, miss wow. the family. I miss the family structure. But you don't like I, want a family. I, I do. I do want a family. I just don't really? Have, yeah, I love a family. Yeah, like a dog, hmm. guns, a big backyard, barbecue pit. Yeah. Same Texas. 
<laughs> we got more for you right here. You see how the jokes keep coming? We got more for you right here at the Amanda Seals Show. We're going to go for the record with Sydney Castillo when we get back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We are joined by our headliner of the week, comedian, actor, producer, writer, Hilarious person, good friend, Sydney Castillo, who also is mean behind a grill. You know, Sydney came to the house one time and said, let me chef, let me chef something up for you. Everything was good, but I'd never forgotten them shrimps. <laughs> Listen, I remember cooking the shrimp before I put in the air. I was like, here, taste this. She was like, okay, you know what you're doing? All right, cool. Let me go outside. All right now. All right now. <laughs> like, I don't have to monitor anything. Got it. Bye. This is amazing. Now. What I mean, I feel like you're somebody we talk like we we're nostalgic people. Like, I mean, when we talked about like your songs that remind you of Texas, like you went back. So like what song reminds you of the, the good old Quincy days when Quincy, you know, was coming into his own, you know, turned that corner. The girls was like, oh, you cute. <laughs> Can we talk to Kevin Campbell? Really? Or I would say like a case. Not that he's my favorite. I knew artist, it. I knew it. Faded pictures. It's like it's it's like dog. All that. It's like that <laughs> it, that energy is when I was like, I'm finna go on a date. Like you were just, I was in my bag of like finding myself as a man, a young man, like jagged edge. Like I gotta be promise remix. Like you know. Okay, I'm with you. Any Drew Hill in there? Tell me what you I want. Love Any Drew of that? Hill. Any of that? Yes, so I could see you doing the, the dance first, in the mirror before uh, you left uh, the house. April showers. Uh, the first album, song number 10, is my favorite ever by Drew Hill. So still love is so special. Amanda? Love is so special. Love is so special. With the spring and summer fall. <laughs> People seasons tell it all. If I oh. can sing all. <laughs> in a special way. Knowing my love is here to stay. Yeah, light is in the air. Sunshine is bloom. Sorry, some that do. All right. <laughs> Not the scatting. Scott will leave. Some that will do. So you're an R&D boss. guy. Yeah, to the core. To the core? More than hip hop? Yeah. It was a time in my life now, where I threw all my rap I'm away. This learning today. It was a time in my life where I was 21. I threw all my rap away. I was like, ah, not right now. And then I would just listen to nothing to R&B for years. And then, you know, I incorporated rap back in. I love rap. But R&B... It's something about it where like I could put on a song and put it on repeat and it's not even about the lyrics. It's just a soothing sensation where I can write, do whatever. All right, last one. What song describes your last relationship? Hit him up. <laughs> but Tupac. No, uh... <laughs> All right. Why, why do you feel this way? It just, it was rough. I think hit him up was a good joke. I think that the my mm, see what I'm thinking about my marriage. I gotta think after that I dated somebody. I would say Love don't live here anymore. You <laughs> 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 came in with it hot. Love don't live here anymore. Something like that. Ooh, something like that, yeah, yeah. Damn. What do you feel like ended it? A decision's a good decision. I think, you know, I don't think sometimes when you break up, you know, it's like maybe a fault. I just think maybe two people don't need to be together. I think that's a, a good answer. That it's okay that two people don't need to be together for the long run. And that's okay. That was good. That was, I feel like, ooh, Amanda. You feel good about that, right? There you go. You, y'all got it. Y'all got the best of the best. Y'all got the best of the best. <laughs> y'all show 
love to Sydney Castillo. Follow him on Instagram at Sydney, S-Y-D-N-E-Y Castillo. And make sure that you check him out when he's in a city near you. He'll be in LA at the Netflix is a joke festival, May 9th. This is my boy right here. So when you see him, say, you know what? I heard you on the Amanda Seals show. That's right. That's right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. That's the name of the show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Hello? 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 You know I'm old school. It's Amanda Seals from the Amanda Seals Show. I want you to go ahead and leave me a message. I want to know what's on your mind. I want to know what's in your heart. I want to know if you learned something. Drop it after the beat. You know what to do. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hello, Amanda. (laughs) This is Anthony from Brooklyn. And I just wanted to call in and give a little clarification about Fannie Willis and the hearing that she's taking part in right now about her disqualification for the trial against Donald Trump and his friends for trying to settle it. I just want the listeners out there to understand, like, whether you like Fannie Willis or not, whether you think that it was okay for her to start having sex with a prosecutor on the case, it does not matter. The reason why they're trying to disqualify her is because they're saying she gave the guy a job for him to use the money on her. That's it. It's not about whether she had a relationship or not. It's whether she financially benefited from hiring this man as a prosecutor, and they have not proven that. And that's it. If they can't prove that, she stays on the case. And that's all I wanted to say. I love the show. Keep it going. Thank you. You see that, y'all? Community! Because I know some people were like, what is going on? Like, what is the issue? And that is the issue. Plain and simple. And is it a real issue is really what Fannie, what Fannie Willis is in court saying. That no, it's not a real issue. And how dare you make me have to bring my daddy up here to prove to y'all that I have cash in the house. So I need y'all a little money to go on my little cabin trips. What cabin trips? Exactly. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining us today on the Amanda Seals Weekend Show. We covered quite a bit. In the group chat, we talked about cancel culture. We shared some black joy. We also had the big up let down and we got a chance to talk to you. Our phone lines are open 24-7, so call us anytime to join the chat and get in on any of our topics. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now remember, if you missed anything, make sure you check out the Amanda Seals podcast available wherever you get your podcast. And you can also follow us on social media at Seals Said It. Y'all enjoy the rest of your weekend. I hope that we added to it and that it gets even better. It's not really that possible because we are the best. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Peace. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Common Sense Specialist Amanda Seals and I've got a random fact for you. Did you know that a gut feeling is a chemical signal that your stomach creates to warn your brain of danger? Hmm. Now, the thing about it, though, is that we as humans will like come up with 
different reasons for that depending on how it's and what it's attached to. I only say that because yeah. there was a time where I was mistaking um, the gut feeling for like a message that I was supposed to do something when really what it was was um, separation anxiety okay. from someone that was triggering my abandonment issues. Got you. That's deep. And that made me really, really learn how to tell the difference between when it's a gut feeling or just me mislabeling anxiety. That's part of knowing yourself. That's dope. Know yourself. That's right. <laughs> we're coming up this hour. We're going to share more black joy. We're going to do the black spin. We're going to talk about uh, lyricism. Okay. Me and Supreme love talking about things like this and we're going to do it. Also, we got things I learned this week. If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Just search the Amanda Seals show. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for me and DJ Supreme to head into the Black Spin. Let's talk about it. All right. Today in the Black Spin, we are talking about lyrics. What back in the day lyrics were important and what songs had real meaning to you, Amanda Seals? Well, first of all, as someone who just watched Rob Markman talk about the amazingness, or he was just really bigging up the line, um, you think you to sh, but you're not even a fart. And he said that was just like... <laughs> Is that ice spice? Notch opening line. Yes, yes, it okay. is. Yes, it is. Um, so there's that. But um <sighs> lyrics. You know, I am a wordsmith. So mm-hmm. lyrics have always been like super duper important to me. But when it comes to hip hop, it's not just about the lyrics, it's about the cadence, right? It's like mm-hmm. your ability to spit those lyrics over a beat in a way that's smooth. And I think that's one of the biggest differences between someone like Most Deaf and Quali. Like Quali okay. would have the lyrics, but he couldn't flow. You know, like yeah. it, 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 his flow wasn't as melodic or as smooth as Most, mm. who also had the lyrics. I mean, when you listen to New World Water over a primo beat, you're like, oh my gosh, like he's saying so much. And I feel like that's for me, like that's one of the gifted skills is to be able to not just like say so much, but it's how you say it. So the two being combined. Yeah. Now that's, I don't know if that's still important, but like, how is it for you? Um, Like I said before, I'm a instrumental beat person first. So okay. if you're saying Fair. something in a song, it has to really catch me. It has to make me think. Oh, cause you're not be, even. Yeah. It has to be extremely witty. Or it has to be a story, something like that, to make me really pay attention. So lyrics that have stood out over the time have something that's like, oh, I never thought about it like that before. So a lot of analogies and different things like that stick out to me when it comes to lyricism and hip hop. Well, for me, the greatest verse of all time is Nas Verbal Intercourse verse. Mm, Like that's one of the top... See, for like, me, it's Nas Rewind. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, late, 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 late phrase Nas. Okay. Yeah. Now, for me, Dre, Three Stacks, Andre 3000 is my favorite lyricist because he manages to always keep wit in the in his back pocket. Like, is everything? 
dreads for the calls as it goes for the falls no so don't get caught up in appearance it's outcast equipment mm. another black experience it's like he's saying so much in such a simple way you know yes. what i mean yeah and i feel like his consistency of doing that over these albums was always like impression it like it left such an impression on me now someone who i feel like doesn't get enough props for their lyricism they get it more for more so for their ability to just rap is black thought like black okay. thought actually can write <laughs> like yeah but more so people be like look how long he rapped for yeah like um my i think one of the people i think lyrically is underrated is fight from a tribe called quest because he said he's had a couple quotables that made me be like hmm that's interesting he pushed the fader from here to grenada (laughs) (laughs) you know what the thing about fife was is tip had like the unique voice and i Mm -hmm. feel like that kind of overpowered but if we're being honest about raps and cleverness we cannot leave out Sean Carter. Yeah, Jay Z's pretty witty. Yeah, I, don't let new Jay Z forget make you forget old Jay Z. Jay Z was yeah. witty. Yeah. Okay, Jay Z was somebody Reasonable who was doubt. writing, and he was you were literally like, oh, he wow. Jay Z and the Jizza would write to make you go wow. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Reasonable doubt, Jay Z. Let's just say. Come on. Yeah. 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 Weak like clock radio speakers. That's the Jizza. Um, <laughs> but even I'm nah. Like I mean, J- J- Hove was rapping. Blueprint. Kitchen table. Where I hone my skills. Like nah. I, I gotta give. I gotta give Hove his props. Witty. Like, He's definitely witty. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Like I'm and thinking then, of some of I'm thinking of some of the things like you got me going through lyrics now catalog in my mind but yeah Jay Z I gotta yes, give it up to y'all Jay-Z. and Jigga Man be balling like come on like when he said and is that your chick I'm eating Hostess with an open hand like you take it for granted your, you take his lyrics <laughs> you know what you take granted. yeah you know why because his flow was so smooth that you don't even realize what you're listening to you know mm-hmm. how disrespectful it is to go to a chick's house who has a man and you eating a cake with an open hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that visual is so preposterous. And of course, big, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would say for me, raps, when it comes to Pac, it was, he was able to really invoke emotion. Yes, yes, yes. And big would make you go, oh! yeah. A couple moments like that, a lot of moments like that were big because he would say things that were so shocking sometimes. Like, whoa, what? Well, let's not say those, but because I know uh, <laughs> you look so good, I'd yeah, even, and you know, yeah, it's say, yeah, oh, wait, yeah. yo. whoa. <laughs> but like, I have seven Mac 11s, about eight 38s, nine mm-hmm. nines, 10 Mac 10s that never ends. You can't touch my riches, even if you had FC Hammer and the 357. Yes. Biggie yes. Smalls, the millionaire, the mansion, the yacht, the two weed spots, the two hot glocks, the how I got the weed spot. I shot dread in the head, took the bread and the lamb spread. Little body put the shot into you. Little body put the shot into your body. Yeah. So don't resist or you might miss Christmas. He wasn't freestyling. I mean, no. it was a legend. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Well, we could talk about this forever, so we're not. We're going to keep it going. Keep it like right here at the Amanda Seal Show. That has been the... <laughs> Black Spin. Just a fun time talking about hip-hop with me and DJ Supreme. Love it. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
We've had a great day with y'all and we're going to continue to have another great day with y'all when we're back on Monday. And if you missed all the great day that we had, don't worry about it. You can go to wherever you get your podcast and type in The Amanda Seals Show. I will be in San Diego, California tonight at the Laugh Factory San Diego. So if you haven't gotten your tickets, it's not too late. Come to the door. Surprise me. Have a good time. Laugh. We'll have a great time, okay? I want to big up our headliner of the week, Sydney Castillo, who joined us for For the Record. We had a good laugh. We had a good laugh. All right. I hope y'all have a good weekend. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Peace. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.